Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here it is, a Saturday, October 23rd edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez, just eight days away from Halloween. I'm so used to counting down to something, um, but the season's here, so I haven't been counting down, but, but we have been counting down to the game tonight, and it's a good one tonight. Flyers and the Florida Panthers. You go, wait a minute, did I just get dropped here from Mars and all of a sudden the Panthers are a good team? Well, if you've been on Mars and haven't been paying attention, yes, they are. A very good team. They are leading the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference heading into this one. They are 4-0 and on the season. And at this time of year, when you're assessing what is now a season that started 12 days ago, when you're assessing that, you can look at it and go, okay, hey, going into the games last night, Buffalo was undefeated at 3-0. They lost last night. Uh, you can look at a team uh, like Montreal and go, they're 0-5. Well, they may be an 0-5 team because of what they lost in Carey Price and Shea Weber, Philip Deneau. You look at some of the teams and some of the records around the league, and you go, okay, that team's a, a kind of where I thought they'd be. This team is not where I thought they'd be. They're way ahead, and they can't stay there. Or you go, hmm, that's a team that's where I thought they'd be, and they will stay there, and that's the Florida Panthers. When you look at the standings just in the Metropolitan Division, the New York Islanders, after four games, off to a 1-2-1 and one start. And in one of those games, they came back with three third-period goals to open up a four-goal lead against the Chicago Blackhawks. They haven't looked great. They're minus five in goal differential. That's not a Barry Trotz team, but the sample size is small. Uh, the Devils have a record of 2-1. and one. They've only played three games. The Flyers, 2-0-1, oh five points but only played three games in what is now 12 days of the season. It'll be two weeks coming up this Tuesday that they open the season. And when you look at the Metro, and we'll get into, get into the Florida Panthers in a little more depth in just a minute, but when you look at the Metropolitan Division, I'm fascinated by it because we came into this year wondering, is this the year? Is this the year that a couple of teams that are on the old guard or that we would consider the old guard, the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins, is this the year when their age finally catches up to them? Now, it's, it's not just about average team age. It's about the star player's age. And you look at guys like Crosby, Malkin, who are starting the year unavailable to play. Uh, Crosby should be back much sooner than Malkin. Malkin probably not until the new year, as you heard Frank Saravalli say that on this podcast not that long ago. And you look at a team like uh, the Washington Capitals and Ovechkin, who, by the way, the way he's gotten off to the start of this season, it's been phenomenal. He's scoring goals like he always does. He's doing what Alex Ovechkin does. I've yet to see any slowdown. As a matter of fact, Alex Ovechkin, when you look at the league leaders in points, He's tied for second. The only guy ahead of him is Connor McDavid, who's off to, yet again, another absurd start. It's 11 points for McDavid, 8 points for Kopitar, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Dreisaitl, and a few others. So off to a great start is Ovechkin. And when you look at these standings, I look at them and I go, okay, I keep predicting that Washington's going to fall off, or I keep predicting that Pittsburgh's going to fall off. Well, neither of those teams have lost a game yet in a collective eight games. Washington's got a record of 3-0-1, not in regulation, I should say. Seven points, tops in the division. Pittsburgh, a record of 2-0-2. Six points, one point back. Flyers right now, 2-0-1, five points through three games. So, I mean, the only thing that's 
you know, you look at a team like the Rangers who are up there. They've played the most games in the division, but a record of 3-1-1. One, and one. They got off to a little bit of a rocky start, but have now won three straight. And they had a real nice win last night against the National Predators. Uh, Sammy Blay with a great play to Alex Lafreniere to set up a goal. And that's a team that, hey, they may be on the rise. They may be the opposite of the Caps. They may be the opposite of the Pens. Meanwhile, mired in the middle of this, off to a 3-0-0 start, having only played three games, are a team that's easy to forget about, but a team that's very good. And that's maybe because they weren't in the division last year. They were not in the Mass Mutual East. It's the Carolina Hurricanes. And they went into Montreal on Friday night, with Jesperi, or Thursday night, rather, and Jesperi Kakademi, the return to Montreal after signing that offer sheet in Carolina and now becoming a Kane, gets a goal in that game, a redirect goal, and they're off to a perfect start. So when you look at the standings and you look at the whole situation, and it's early, there's not a ton you can glean from just the standings alone, but there there's some interesting things happening. You know, the Metro seems kind of chalk right now, but you look at a division like the Atlantic, and that looks a little different. Montreal, who went to the Cup, 0-5. But that all depends on what you expected them to look like. Boston has off to a, a decent start through three games, a record of 2-1. Uh, Tampa Bay, 500 start. Not a big deal, though. They're coming off back-to-back Cups. Uh, a 500 start for Ottawa. About what you would expect. Toronto, same thing. Well, 2-2-1. Two, two and one. And then you look at a team they just lost to San Jose last night. San Jose's off to a 4-0 start. The Red Wings are off to a good start. But is that sustainable? Probably not. Uh, Buffalo off to a really good start. Is that sustainable? Probably not. So this is a long way for me to tell you that the team the Flyers are playing tonight is a damn good one. Because here is who they've beaten along the way to going 4-0. They opened their season with Pittsburgh at home. They won that game in overtime 5-4. Sergei Bobrovsky was the goaltender. Uh, then game two, they scored five goals again, this time against another Metropolitan Division team, the New York Islanders. They beat the Islanders 5-1 to one, also at home. Uh, they played one road game of their first four. They went to Tampa, and they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-1. to one. And then they returned home to take on the Colorado Avalanche, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Rantanen, the whole Colorado crew, and they won 4-1. to one. Now, they've only given up more than one goal in one of those games. They've only given up a total of seven goals in four games. But when you rattle off to be, to start your season, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, the Lightning, and Colorado, and you're 4-0, you gotta, that, that deserves a stick tap. That's a legit start. And this is a team that came in with expectations. It's not like they're creeping up on teams because teams didn't expect them to be good. And they're a really good team. Now, when you got some players that they can roll out there, I just mentioned Bobrovsky. He gets his 300th NHL win the other night. But they've got some really good and talented players. Alexander Barkov, Sasha Barkov, through four games, five points, two goals and three assists. Carter Verhage. Coming out party last year, three goals to assist. He's got five points. Ekblad is back. He's got four on the back end. Sam Bennett's got four points. This is a team that went out in the offseason, got a little bit of help. They brought in Sam Reinhardt from Buffalo, who threw four games, three points. Duclair signs an extension there. Three points, all goals in four games. So they're an interesting team. Uh, of those four games that start the season, only one has been when Sergei Bobrovsky didn't start. So he is 3-0, and then Spencer Knight is 1-0. Bobrovsky, if, I'm assuming that's who we're going to see tonight, a 199 goals against average and a save percentage of 944. Not too shabby. 
three games and look at the teams that he played. Again, the teams that he played against, he got Colorado, he got Pittsburgh, and he got the Islanders. Uh, and then you look at a goaltender in Spencer Knight who got the start the other night uh, for that win for uh, the Florida Panthers. He's got a 1.01 goals against average, 30 saves in his one game, a 968 save percentage, and only allowed just the one goal. So uh, they have two good goaltenders. They're a team that's built right. They're a team that's coached right uh, with a guy that's won three cups. So they're a team that is certainly a legit contender, and it'll be Carter Hart back in the net for the Flyers tonight. Now the Flyers, looking at their stats, they're not far off when you look at a team like Florida. The Flyers have three players that have scored a or have multiple points in all three games that they've played so far this season. They have six points out of Joel Farabee so far. Three goals, three assists. Keith Yandel has got five points. Remember, a lot of people looked at Yandel and go, oh, you're picking a guy up off the scrap heap. He got bought out from the team they're playing tonight, Florida, five points in just three games. And he's been great on the power play, and he's a plus two. Farabee's a plus seven right now in the season, tied with Cam Atkinson. Broussard, three games, five points. Ryan Ellis, who doesn't look like is going to play tonight, four points. Cam Atkinson, who I mentioned, had a maintenance day yesterday. Looks like he is going to go tonight. Claude Giroux off to a point-per-game start. Travis Konechny, four points in three games. So it's going to be a fascinating matchup. All All those words and numbers that I just threw at you all say one thing. Tonight is going to be a fun October NHL hockey game between two teams that are off to a good start. One was maybe more predicted, and that being the Panthers than the Flyers, league-wide. But the Flyers are off to a good start and playing some really good hockey. They'll wrap up their four-game homestand with the Florida Panthers coming up tonight. Let's get to the head coach, because the head coach spoke about Cam Atkinson, spoke about Ryan Ellis and their availabilities tonight, and much more. Here's head coach Elaine Vigneault uh, yesterday addressing the media. Yesterday addressing the media. Uh, In Cam's case, uh, it's a maintenance day, and and I have— confidence that he will be in the lineup tomorrow in Ryan's case uh I don't have that same confidence know a little bit more uh, later on today but um he's had some uh, he's had some bumps and uh, we might uh not be able to use him tomorrow so I'll, I'll have a better idea tomorrow if if he can't go do you envision it being a short-term thing or could it be long-term no I figure it should be short-term he should be all right for the trip Ryan, is this the same injury that he was dealing with like a week or so ago, or is it something? You know what? That's a good question, I, and I wouldn't want to steer you the wrong way. I'm not 100% sure if it's not a continuation of that or if it's something a little no, I'm not 100% sure. So, How nice was it to finally get Patrick Brown out there for his first practice? All right, I'm just, I was just happy for him. I mean, you know, there's a young man that, uh, uh, you know, gets picked up picked up off waivers. Uh, he goes into the COVID protocol. His wife goes into the pro- COVID protocol. His 13-month kid goes into the COVID protocol. So, uh, I mean, that's a, a long time. You know, you want to make a good impression. You have to stay uh, isolated for a number of days. And uh, finally, back today, I really liked what I saw on the ice. Um probably give him a couple of practices. The, the irony of all this is he can practice with us. He's done his 10 days, but when we, when we leave for Canada on Monday, he can't leave with us because he hasn't done the 14 days that are required if you get COVID to come to Canada. So he he'll should be able to meet us there. I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday morning. So <laughs> 
poor guy. I hope it's, everything falls into place here. Seems like a real nice young man. Uh, he was Hazy's roommate when they played in college. Uh, so uh, hopefully we can get him in here and he can show us what he can do here soon. Elaine, if um, <clears throat> Brian Ellis can't give us Saturday, would it be Dick Sealer? Yes. Yeah. Carter Hart. Anything else? We, we've talked about their line a lot, but what have you noticed from Joel Therabee early on in the season? He seemed to really kind of pick up where he left off last year. Yeah, I mean, and that's what we expected from Joel. Uh, you know, I, I think the organization sh showed Joel a lot of confidence, giving him, you know, the contract extension that he got, uh, you know, showing that uh, we've got total faith in, in his attitude and his work ethic. Uh, we think he's an a great young player still potential to grow and that's what he's showing you know, he's putting in the time he's putting in the work he's he's playing right now with two experienced guys that uh, have been in the nhl and have had success for quite some time so i hope he feeds off that learns from that picks up everything he can because you know he's uh, he's the future of the flyer the present and the future of the flyers you scored the first goal, goal for games how much easier does it make it compared to last year? I didn't want to compare last year, but how much easier is it when you get get at that lead? Well, statistically, I, I think it's it, it's easy to confirm the team that scores first. I think it's anywhere from seventy five to eighty percent of the games that they win. So you know, getting off to a good start, and, and sometimes that's you know, you know making the other team pay for their mistakes or it's getting a couple of saves early, you know, that permits you to find your legs and your execution. It's all that combined, but we've had good energy. Uh, we've started on time and we have to make sure that tomorrow we start on time. That team right now is, is uh, I've watched a lot of hockey lately and they're one of the best in the NHL. They've beaten the Stanley cup champion, defending champions, they're on top of their game. They're skilled. They, they play heavy. They're gonna. It's gonna be a great hockey game tomorrow. Uh, what is your assessment? Um, with the benefit of a couple of days, I guess. What's your overarching takeaway of, of Wednesday's game? Obviously, you guys got the win. You were outshot pretty dramatically. I'm curious if you thought that was an accurate barometer of the quality of play or no. Uh, you know, I uh, I love the shooting mentality that uh, that Boston has. I mean, they throw pucks at the net. That's one of the things, if you notice, in two of the drills that we worked on today, we worked on getting more pucks at the net. It's something that I think we need to improve on. Uh, but as far as the chances in that game, uh, they outchanced us by two. So it was pretty even game. We were able to capitalize on ours. Our goaltender made some big saves on, on their, their looks. But looks that we had that game, if you look, they were, a lot of them were off the rush. We out, uh, we, I think we had eight outnumber situations to there too. So we had some real good looks that we were able to capitalize on. And that probably was the difference in the game. They might've had more shots, but I liked the way we played. Uh, you know, I, I liked the, the, the timing of some of our plays, whether they be defensive plays or offensive plays, uh, our timing, our timing was good and it was tested on Wednesday and it's going to get be tested tomorrow, Saturday. What is your assessment about Baker Bell the first three games? Uh, you know, I, I think Q is, is working extremely hard. He's done everything uh, he was asked to do in the summer. He was our, our best conditioned athlete, him and TK. Um, in the last game, there are a couple of turnovers that uh, I'm sure he he's very aware of that those are, are plays that he can't make. But, you know, he's a powerful young man that uh, is learning the game and he needs, like to, like our team, he needs to improve and uh, that's what he's that's what he's working on right now.
Elaine with uh, Keith Yandel, just how reliable is is that kind of player? He's there every single day, and he's also a really nice start. Yeah, I mean, Yans and, and when we'd like to have him with Browner, I think that'd be an awesome third pair. Tomorrow he'll probably play with Seals. When he played with Seals at uh, that game, they, they were a real good pair. So <clears throat> Yans has got experience, comes to play, um, and he's got – if you remember that goal there, that uh, that Scotty, it all started with it all all started with Scotty down low in our net. We passed at the ends. Weans is coming up the ice and sees JVR sprinting, first touch in the other zone, shot on net. That's as good as a direct pass and ends up in the back of the net. So he sees the ice well. He's playing well, and we need him. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we brought him there. So Justin Braun would move up to that top pair with Ivan Provorov, and Sealer will come back in and play alongside Keith Yandel if that is, in fact, the case that Ryan Ellis is not available. All right. Uh, you have to deal with it. It's not, a, it's not an ideal time for Ryan Ellis not to be available, but he's a player that you may have to manage at points and a little banged up here early this season. Those things happen. Uh, all right, let's put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Sailor. Everybody, enjoy the hockey tonight. Can't wait to see Flyers-Panthers at the Wells Fargo Center and put a wrap on this four-game homestand before they head out take on Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers on Wednesday. But in the meantime, enjoy your Saturday. Have a great day. Enjoy the hockey tonight, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of Flyers Daily. Five plays for a day.